Ganesh, uh, welcome to my show and uh, first of all, hearty congratulations for uh, winning the Wildlife Photographer of the Year award. So for the folks who don't know, Ganesh is just back from London where he was a part of the uh, Natural uh, History Museum Wildlife Photographer of the Year event. Uh, he won the first place in the birds category. And so Ganesh, how does it feel like? Because it's been a long wait. So what was your first reaction when you heard about the news? I felt uh, really happy. Uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, very nice to be there and uh, it was a great opportunity to meet uh, a lot of uh, the photographers all over the world. Uh, and uh, we had, we got an opportunity to interact with uh, uh, very well-known names in the, the wildlife uh, the photography. It was really nice and, and, and seeing the Natural History Museum was, was uh, really great. Uh, it was an amazing place to visit. Okay. I really liked it. Okay. So let's go to your particular image as such. So just tell us a little bit about your image because a lot of people have been seeing that image on social media. But you just tell us what happened on that day and the story behind that image. Okay. Uh, so I made that last year. Uh, it was uh, yet another pilgrimage uh, trip to uh, Bharatpur. Uh, so uh, one of those days, uh, I was going on a walk and, and, and I saw uh, uh, the monitor lizard uh, on a tree and uh, these parakeets were making a lot of noise. Uh, suddenly I saw one parakeet uh, coming and biting the, the tail of the, the lizard. I mean, I was uh, really taken aback. And uh, I decided to stay in that place for whatever the number of days. Okay. <laughs> uh, normally, when I go to uh, Bharatpur, I uh, walk around and move around and, and see so what what is there. Uh, especially, uh, I love to photograph uh, sorrow screens, and, and uh, uh, I've been going uh, there to shoot. Uh, birds, sorrow screens and, and uh, other bird life. But uh, the last year when I saw this, okay, I, I thought I'll, I'll be here only and, and, and uh, next three days I stayed there. And it wasn't happening uh, uh, very frequently. Once in a while uh, these uh, butterflies, sorry, uh, these parakeets uh, used to come. Uh, and, and it used to attack and, and that attacks used to last only uh, a couple of seconds uh, uh, and, and uh, this monitor lizard used to get inside the, the nest hole. Um, so all I had was uh, a couple of seconds uh, whenever uh, they come in and attack it. So uh, the first day actually, uh, you know, I mean, we do a lot of uh, uh, experiments with our uh, images, right? So first day, what I did is, is uh, I was trying to uh, make some images with very very slow shutter speeds. Mm -hmm. So I made a lot of images on, on the first day. Then I went back to a uh, room and, and saw all uh, uh, were uh, trash for the. So uh, so next day I don't wanted to lose the, uh, the another opportunity or another day. So I decided. Uh, I'll be careful this time. So uh, I decided to use. Uh, uh, fortunately, I had my 200 mm lens, uh, which I had just then uh, bought. Uh, an amazing uh, 
200 mm f2 lens. Mm -hmm. So I thought uh, uh, this is the lens for the uh, for that uh, uh, that place, and and uh, uh, it was giving me uh, macro light details uh, mm -hmm. on the one side, another side uh, uh, extremely uh, fast lens, and uh, it was a joy to use. So uh, just before uh, making that image, uh, a friend of mine asked, "What is the use of uh, this lens?" Uh, the f so then, uh, after uh, making that image, I showed that image and then told him, okay, this is the use. <laughs> so, uh, it was nice and, and, and I really uh, liked uh, uh, photographing there and, and I was there for about, uh, I think, two, three days. Um, after that, fourth day onwards, uh, uh, it never showed up. Okay. Uh, so monitor lizard essentially was there, but uh, this parakeet stopped attacking. Uh, in nature, uh, you don't know when you when the opportunity ends, and uh, that's all. Uh, and and uh, I never saw that. Uh, though I was there for uh, eight days, uh, after uh, third or fourth day, I, I didn't see them uh, attacking again. Um, fortunately, I got some. Some keepers, uh, though I, I might have made about 200 300 images, uh, I've got a, a good uh, sequence there. Uh, it was fun shooting okay. the images. Um, it is a, a kind of a, a natural history image, I mean, with a little bit of um, interesting background there. I mean, I kind of liked uh, uh, the white background. Normally, uh, uh, the traditionally people who go with the formulas think white background is, is not good. Mm -hmm. uh, I strongly differ with those opinions and, and, and uh, I really loved uh, making that image. I'm pretty sure there were, there were a lot of questions uh, regarding that white background also during your stay in London. Uh, yeah, actually there were a lot of uh, the people, uh, they were uh, skeptic. Actually, uh, I was surprised in one of the, uh, the social media sites, um, I saw a, 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 a comment saying, uh, 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 it was heavily photoshopped. Okay. Uh, so uh, I kind of felt sad. So, but then I, I also kind of felt happy because uh, uh, that is what is there in the raw file. So uh, mm -hmm. very close to that. So I I also happened to be the member of that particular uh, the social media group, and and I offered to. Uh, send them a raw file, those for those uh, who doubt the uh, uh, the digital ethics of, uh, of that image. Uh, so I left a note and, and uh, obviously no one came back and asking for that uh, <laughs> that, that raw file. Um, so uh, it's interesting because uh, so a lot of people think that uh, it is impossible to get that, that kind of a, mm -hmm. a background with uh, the parakeet clearly exposed. Uh, okay. Anyway, so that was interesting. <laughs> but at any point, did you feel that you should have tried to submit this image in probably any other categories, probably even mammals or creative? And why specifically you went for uh, birds as such? Um, I kind of felt that it, it actually. Uh, uh, it fitted that uh, theme uh, uh, better than uh, probably the, the reptiles or whatever it is. So, uh, uh, and here the 
the main attraction or the main subject being bird, I, I felt uh, uh, bird category was most more appropriate. Okay. So if you had to define the word creativity or creativity in nature photography, mm -hmm. how would you put it together? Creativity is, is obviously okay. So you create something which doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So in view of whatever I said uh, about the creation of the life, mm -hmm. uh, so I think uh, that is when uh, I have uh, 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 probably I've been contradicting uh, my own very purpose uh, because uh, uh, yeah, there is a, an amount of creation but I think uh, uh, there is a, a, a creation that happens in nature mm -hmm. which uh, uh, I am clueless about, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, uh, makes me very uh, uh, wondering about uh, all these things. Okay. So, when, when you are talking about creativity, you just mentioned about like seeing things differently and trying to explore new ways of showing things. So in an attempt to do that, we have explored quite a lot of things over the years, uh, be it things like infrared photography, camera traps, or aerial photography, so many things. And even the techniques of post-processing. By doing all these things, like at this point of time, do you anytime feel that we are hit a roadblock wherein there is nothing new that is being seen or like at any point you feel that we are not seeing something new? Has it crossed your mind like that? Yeah, I think probably you're right. I mean, uh, um, in the last probably seven, eight years, I mean, we have kind of tried all kinds of techniques yeah. of, of, of uh, doing uh, nature photography. Uh, as you said, uh, we explored camera traps, we explored uh, the photo traps or other different kinds of bat images or other infrared triggers, and now we have all kinds of drones and everything. I mean, um, if I look at an image, I mean, do I see uh, it's very fresh? Uh, may not be. But I still think there are a lot of such fresh perspectives yet to be made. Okay. Um, I'm sure they will come. Okay. Now just clicking this point, I want to make a very bold statement uh, here, which is like, do you think creativity is a burden? Because in an attempt to create something new, are we sort of imposing sort of a restriction on ourselves on how we see the world outside? Uh, see, first of all, uh, if we think it is a burden, I mean, whatever we produce will never be creative. Exactly. Again, we have to be enjoying whatever uh, we do, mm. right? So, uh, I think, uh, um, fortunately for me, mm. uh, I only need to satisfy myself. And I, I really don't need to satisfy you. <laughs> so I, I make images for myself. So, uh, so uh, if I am happy, so then uh, I am happy. And then, uh, so it is not a burden which someone has uh, enforced on me. I mean, right? So it is a burden. If we, if we call it as a burden, I, I don't think it is a burden for me okay. because I. So see, sometimes it is frustrating because I mean I create uh, an image and and, and uh, I have something in mind. It doesn't come most of the time the way I want it. So then yeah, it, it frustrates. Yeah. But uh, uh, but it is not a burden. I mean I'm not under pressure. Yeah. The reason why I put in that uh, question, you use the word pressure. 
So when you go out, okay, uh, like I know you're out in the field, but there are people who know that okay, Ganesh is out on a specific trip. Okay, I can expect some new images. So do you always have that pressure that okay, if I make an image, I put it up on social media or if I put it up on my website, mm-hmm. how will people perceive this? Do you ever get that thought when you're out in the field? Uh, no, actually, I mean, uh, well, there was a time when I was uh, uh, having some of these things, but half late, no. I mean, uh, if if you look at so okay, of course I do share it on uh, Facebook and my uh, the websites and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, if you look at uh, see the the number of likes whatever those gets are uh, very very less compared to uh, uh, probably a bird on a, a stick kind of images. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but but actually, I mean, I I feel happy and that's why I post it. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, not that uh, that need to uh, appeal to someone else. Okay. So you just step back and go to the. Wildlife Photographer of the Year contest and you had a chance to see all the images up close and personal and interact with the, the photographers. Mm. So when I personally look at those images mm. and I go through each of the galleries, one thing that struck me is quite a lot of images uh, have a very uh, a story behind those images which you can, which is very evident mm. when you look at those images. Even when I look at your specific image, I know there is some chaos that going on, there is some confrontation. So, how difficult is it to convey a story but still keep an image creative? Do you think it's it's a very uh, easy process, or do you think it's it's very challenging to bring in an aspect of storytelling and creativity? I think both go together. I mean, if I have to uh, say, story is one of the part of the uh, uh, creative image making. If there is a, if as a photographer. If I know the story, okay. Suppose, say for example, if I know that okay, this uh, uh, bird probably has this behavior uh, exhibited, and that is a natural history part of it, right? So, uh, or on any other subject, I'm just taking an example. So then I can think about uh, different ways of composition or different ways of uh, uh, showing that same thing. So uh, the story and and image making has to go together. So, a creativity cannot exist without some of this, the knowledge. Okay. So, uh, so the, otherwise then I will be uh, doing images, uh, I mean that may not, that may, may be very difficult. Okay. But having said that, there, there are, uh, in, in past we also took approaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in what I myself call uh, the fine art nature photography, there um, uh, lots of times um, natural history was not the focus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but what was uh, so we are, we are basically trying to use those forms and then uh, see the shapes and the colors in the nature mm-hmm. to uh, say something about our own emotions, our own feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a different uh, the part of it. So uh, that is, uh, I'm not talking about the story of, of that particular species or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm using some uh, forms and shapes in, in the uh, in the nature, mm-hmm. but but I'm, I'm saying something different. So okay. so a nature in my, say for example, an elephant in my image need not be an elephant. Mm-hmm. It may be something else, I mean, uh, it may be me. I mean, uh, so basically, uh, uh, I of, 
often tend to use the subjects in nature two ways. Okay. So sometimes I may use it as a natural history and then sometimes I may be using it as a, a, a philosophical uh, uh, to say something philosophically or uh, something very abstractly. So okay. uh, not every image of nature in my uh, the portfolio is a natural history image. Okay. So having said that, uh, how important uh, for you is having a signature style? And uh, there was a time when having a signature style was important. Mm -hmm. But having a signature style continuously, that means that you are not being creative. Mm -hmm. So what is your thoughts on it? On having the signature style photo. Yeah. See, some 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 time ago when I was just thinking, I need to have, as I said, I need to have my signature, and then the images. Uh, if someone sees that image, and then they should think that okay, it is my image. Uh, I think about last two three years, or probably maybe a little more. Uh, uh, I strongly think otherwise now. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I really don't want to have uh, signatures. I mean. For a uh, uh, couple of reasons. The one reason is, is uh, so when we say something is, is uh, signature. So signature means, so signature doesn't change. Yeah. Right. So uh, that is what signature is all about. So uh, that means all my images will look very similar. Repetitive. So, uh, repetitive. so uh, uh, that is one reason uh, uh, I don't want signature. And the other reason is, is, is more important. Uh, the signature means, okay, it is about me. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want, uh, sometimes I wonder, okay, whether his, his subject is more important or me more important in the language. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, I don't think uh, uh, I am more important than the subject. Mm -hmm. So, that is another reason I, I really don't want to uh, have, uh, or, or uh, I stopped worrying about signatures in my image um, and lastly as I said I mean now that topic is not at all in my mind because uh, now I know um, I'm just as I said I'm just wondering and I know how small I am in front of this nature now a um, lot of people who like uh, follow your work including me so when we have something new to look forward to, when you want to get motivated, we look forward to your work. So when it has to come to you, what is that inspires you or what is that thing you look forward to, to inspire, to create new images? Um, I think off late, uh, see the very, the making images is, is probably is, slowly going away as as the purpose mm -hmm. uh, that is becoming a, a kind of a, a, a secondary thing yeah and of course I will, I will still be doing lots of images mm -hmm. in, for the years to come but uh, uh, more than images uh, uh, as I said now I'm uh, I just wonder about nature mm -hmm. so why why is it this way I mean how 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 was it this way? I mean, okay. uh, so I'm more fascinated by that. Mm. Uh, and when I'm thinking about all those things, uh, I try to do some some images. Mm. Uh, but of course, okay. I mean, if I see some 
very interesting natural history moment or some something i will still continue to do uh, in whatever i have been doing mm -hmm. but but my my main uh, the focus now is is, is uh, just wondering about it so for a lot of folks who don't know um, music has played a significant role when you try to put your images and your thought process in it. so how do you define that your relationship with photography and music so those musics are, are, are very, some of those are very close to me and and i try to uh, uh, see what exactly in that music see music is, is another form of art just like photography right so uh, so if uh, then okay, so there are certain parallels that we can draw. Uh, in, in say, for example, in photography, so we have uh, the forms and shapes and then colors and all those things. And similarly, in music, we have uh, the ragas and then compositions and all those things. We have compositions here too. Mm -hmm. So I always try to draw parallels between uh, so these ragas and and and, and then uh, the how do we uh, uh, basically uh, uh, stitch. The elements of of uh, the uh, of of uh, uh, our media. When I say an elements, uh, it may be forms, shapes, colors, or whatever it is. And then how can I compose those things? And then how can uh, basically how the musicians compose mm -hmm. different notes into others? Okay. And then I'm, I'm just trying to uh, draw some parallels and then see what makes a raga a, a sad raga or a, a, a happy raga. How can I make an image, a sad image or a happy image? So I always try to draw some parallels uh, between these uh, two different forms of art. And uh, it's quite interesting and uh, uh, I love doing some of those things. Uh, you are someone uh, who is from engineering background and you were in defense field, uh, did some research work. If I'm yeah. right, for a couple of years in your early part of the yeah, well, five years. Yes. Five years. And uh, you moved into IT, and uh, you you still in IT, and you it's it's sort of like a bread and butter. But how did photography get into you, and how did the whole aspect of nature photography start to you? Uh, basically, this love for this forest, nature, mm -hmm. uh, came from uh, the childhood. Mm -hmm. uh, so then, actually, uh, I mean, of course, uh, we, I couldn't afford a, a camera till. Uh, I started working, so then I bought a small uh, camera and I wanted to go again back to the, the Western Ghats. Mm -hmm. So to do a landscape or whatever that uh, photography, because uh, this nature was always uh, uh, very inspiring. So mm -hmm. that is how this whole nature photography started. Mm -hmm. And then uh, then I got into that vicious circle of buying equipment, software equipment, software equipment. Mm -hmm. So then, uh, it is, I'm still buying equipment. <laughs> <laughs> you probably started off with a 600mm and offline I think you are more happy with a 12mm ultra-wide lens. So why this a different path when it comes to equipments and the way you choose your uh, lenses or uh, cameras? Yeah, actually I mean, I, uh, it is see, it's, like a, it's like a spiral, it is not a circle. Okay. okay. Uh, so I started with uh, say 28 105mm lens and then uh, I added the uh, 70 and then bought 300 f4 and then finally I, I bought 600 f4 mm -hmm. 
and all those things. I mean, I enjoyed doing all those uh, the bird on stick kind of images for long. Mm -hmm. And then uh, again, I uh, kind of felt that it's all boring. So uh, I came back to uh, uh, the 11mm. Yeah. From from 600 to 11mm. So. Uh, um, so, but I did not come back to the same point. That's why I'm saying it is a spiral. It is not circle, right? So, uh, when I came back to 11mm, the purpose was was different. It was not what I started with. So, I'm I probably was using a, a different, I mean, similar wide angle the length, uh, the, the lens. But uh, when I came back to 11mm or, or the wide, wide angle, uh, the purpose was uh, different. I mean, I was interested in. Say wide angle macro photography. Mm -hmm. I, I was interested in wide angle camera trap images. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted uh, to do some infrared triggered images. Mm -hmm. So that is when I came back to uh, say 24 mm. So then I again go went up to say some 200 mm, and then so then I'm, now I'm shuttling around uh, <laughs> around say 35 mm to 85 mm in that in that range, uh, trying to do something. So, I just talked about uh, creativity and uh, spoke about photography. You are someone who has spent quite a considerable amount of time, even fine art printing, mm -hmm. uh, be it different media or be it experimenting with the images and the media. Mm -hmm. So, what, what has been your like experience in the whole thing? Because it, it, not many people in our part of the um, uh, world spend so much of time on fine art printing, but you have spent quite a bit of uh, your time and money on it. So, what has how has been your experience in the printing field? It's an amazing experience. Uh, see, when uh, it is say, so when people uh, look at some image on the web mm -hmm. and they comment it, okay, I don't know why this jury has selected this image, mm -hmm. and I don't understand what is in it, and those kinds of stuff. See, certain images have to be seen as, as a big print or, or as a very big. Mm -hmm. Say for example, when I was in London, uh, so they had uh, amazing display of the backlit display of all the images of say uh, 20 by uh, 30 size. Mm -hmm. The huge display. So, I mean if, if you stand in front of that image, uh, you really uh, uh, get a, a, a such a joy in which probably you will not see in a a small uh, the size of say say thousand pixels on the website mm -hmm. or maybe even in a small book mm -hmm. of say some eight by ten uh, the kind of prints mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, see printing is, is totally a different beast mm -hmm. right so uh, so when you get uh, uh, expertise in post processing so you get an ex you become an expert mm -hmm. after processing hundred thousand images. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that, that is when you really become an expert in, in uh, the post-processing. Then, then you will understand what way do you want to place uh, basically the, your tonal ranges or the, the, how do you want to manipulate your uh, the colors and contrast and, and, and brightness and, and all those things. I mean it is a uh, very conscious decision uh, and whatever we do uh, on, on the screen is totally useless when it comes to the printing. And suppose you want to make a large, say, 20 by 30 image uh, the print. Uh, so these two, uh, and it's a, a, it's totally a different skill set. The printing is totally a different skill set. Uh, 
It is not like post-processing image and, and, and then uh, pressing the print button on, on this one. So, right, so there is a lot of uh, uh, the expertise that is needed. I wanted to learn that thing. So, I spent a lot of time and a and, and lot of money on all these fine art papers and those papers are horribly expensive. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I, I wasted lots of money on, on uh, buying varieties of different kinds of uh, the papers and a lot of, say, for example, uh, anime or media or some other uh, media. So, uh, it was a, a very, very uh, good experience um, of seeing something on the screen and, and, and trying to uh, produce a matching uh, print okay. on, on a, a media of our choice. And, and every paper has got its own uh, uh, the different characteristics. So, uh, and, and, and some papers match with some kinds of images, mm -hmm. some papers doesn't match with some kinds of images and you, you wouldn't know actually. Mm -hmm. So, what paper is good for what image? Mm -hmm. So, there are there can be some direct general guidelines, mm -hmm. but uh, there's a lot of joy in, in experimenting and and and, uh, uh, and, and when you have a, a large print, say 20 by 30 print, which you really like it, and the joy of saying that as free print is, is totally different, then joy of looking at say. 1200 by uh, say 600 pixels image on the, on the screen screen. So that is a, that's been a very uh, great experience. So haven't uh, spoken about creativity and uh, photography. Uh, one thing that uh, goes hand in hand with Ganesh is CNP. It's Great in Nature Photography Forum. Okay. So what's like, for the people who are listening to you, what's happening there and what next? What is your vision for the next uh, few years? Um, that's running in your mind for the program. Okay, so um, honestly, I think uh, uh, you are part of uh, the, the CMP as, yeah, as I much didn't as, to answer that question. So as much as uh, I am, um, and uh, we have uh, our friends uh, part of the forum, VMR, uh, Praveen Shankar, Pramod, Ashwin. Uh, we all of us uh, uh, made that. Uh, long ago. Um, if I have to name uh, one success of mine as, as a photographer or uh, something which gave me a lot of satisfaction uh, in my photography is, is uh, uh, doing that uh, uh, that forum. I mean, um, every day I'm kind of uh, surprised uh, by the amount of uh, novel ideas which people come out with and, and, and then share their visions. Uh, uh, it is simply amazing. I mean, uh, so what I really feel very happy about it is, is, is uh, we have created a platform uh, where the people can fearlessly post. See the uh, so I think that is see that was in the the cornerstone or the constitution of, of CNP. So uh, there were time when I mean all those images cannot be posted in other forums, right? Some people think, hey, what is this? This nonsense, right? So we did not do that, mm -hmm. and then we encouraged those things. See if if I if I am fearless. Then only I can do a creative work. Mm -hmm. 
if I'm if I'm worried about what the rest of the world thinks, I will never be able to make something very very unique, right? So uh, so actually uh, so that is actually is, is a great thing in this world. So we we encourage every kinds of experimentation. So world may think it is meaningless. So so be it. But uh, it is see some in in some cases it no one probably may may, may like that. It is fine. Mm -hmm. But I think we should not be hindering uh, the creativity of, of anyone. So that that is the the basic philosophy of, of uh, or basic strength of of, of this world. Yeah. And that actually has produced some of the very, very uh, uh, unique, interesting uh, visions and, and uh, very uh, capable photographers. Yes. Uh, going away from nature and photography, we have been observing Ganesh doing quite a bit of non-nature work, which is probably I can say like street photography or people photography. Why the sudden shift in your genre? Uh, See, if for last several years, part of my images are uh, uh, are only symbolic. The subjects in nature were only symbolic. See, for example, I I was I may be using a, a, a twig or, or maybe a, a, a bent grass. So I really meant people there. I mean, I did not mean a grass, <laughs> right? So uh, now I'm using the people people themselves. <laughs> so. So, uh, 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 but that way actually the nature had a, a nature photography has one uh, big strength when I want to use nature for non-nature uh, portraits, right? So the, the interesting thing is that abstraction is, is inbuilt into that. Yeah. So for example, uh, if I show a man, then it is a man, right? Uh, but if I portray a a, 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 a bent grass as, as a human, mm -hmm. so then, then the abstraction is already there. Yes. And I don't need to say that, so that it is abstract. So, so for example, if you want to do an abstract mm -hmm. uh, photography using human subjects, it becomes, becomes tough because suddenly you will relate that to a human. Mm -hmm. So, but if I create a human forms using subjects in nature, mm -hmm. the abstraction is, is built there only. So, uh, so there is an advantage of using nature in abstract way to do a kind of a non-nature photography. Okay. So, uh, so with that background, I think uh, so doing uh, so this is kind of a natural uh, progression of that for me. Uh, of late, I also think that there is only for me at least. I mean, there is only one kind of photography. It is nature photography. Okay. So uh, the nature photography uh, for me, as I said, I mean, I'm, now I just wonder about everything. So wonder about life, wonder about uh, the creation, wonder about uh, forces behind this universe. Mm -hmm. And everything is, is, is nature, so and human beings are part of that. So, speaking about it, like any specific body of work that you are currently working on or any portfolio that is keeping you busy right now? Uh, I really uh, don't have any uh, um, very defined, well-defined project. Mm -hmm. uh, 
So I just came back um, making some images of some elephants and then the city, Indian city, and then the Tiger Sun city. So uh, I do whatever I feel like doing. So uh, that sort of leads me to the last important question, which is like, if you were to advise a youngster for people who are getting new into nature photography, mm -hmm. so what is that one important piece of advice that you would like to give him or her to get started? Okay, one means it is difficult, but so I can probably, do <laughs> Yeah, you can add it. So one thing I think probably uh, important is, is uh, basically uh, having, okay, so after some time, after learning all this basics and everything, right, um, one need to go with uh, their intuition. Um, so today, unfortunately, uh, people really worry about how many likes they get on their uh, Facebook or Instagram profile and uh, start changing their philosophy based on those things. I mean, I think uh, that is very, uh, that will definitely hurt. I think uh, uh, we need to uh, uh, go with our own, uh, so what we think and then try to uh, explore uh, those things. I think uh, so. That is what probably uh, is the one thing which I would like to share with the budding photographers. So thanks a lot, Ganesh. Thanks a lot for spending time with us and sharing your experiences and your thought process behind your images and photography. Thank you, Ganesh. Thank you. Thank you.